The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And the Raiders beat the Bronco Hose at the Black Hole. Boy, oh boy, what a game. Yeah, it was that kind of game. We'll get into that. And the fact that we're almost in the playoffs. Playoffs? <laughs> that and more here on show 498. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the postgame for the Raider Bronco. Let me ride that donkey donkey game, of course. Yeah, it was looking really good as long as they had uh, Paxton at quarterback. But as soon as they went to Simeon, things looking a little different. We'll hit on that. Also, a pregame for the Giants. Giants are coming to town. It's a rare appearance, actually, so it'll be good to see them. Without, yes, Eli. Eli's not a coming. No, Eli is not coming. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, that and more. We'll certainly hit on the Crab and Talib story uh, when I get into that game. That and the bone line should wrap it up, folks. I hope you all ate plenty of turkey, plenty of bird, had a great vacation. It's time to get back to work. Let me ride that donkey, donkey. (laughs) Yes, I love that freaking song. The Broncos came into Oakland, and they didn't look very strong. They weren't very confident. They've had quarterback issues from Brock to Paxton to Trevor. We've been there. We've seen that movie before here in Oakland. Uh, They're just experiencing it there in Denver. And, boy, it showed on the field, especially in the first three quarters, of this contest. The key here is the Raiders got a victory. The Raiders need every win they can get this season to squeeze, and I literally mean that, uh, like you're trying to get in the jeans you wore in 1985 if you were alive by then. Um, <laughs> you got to squeeze to get into the playoffs. This team, who knows, man, if they became Super Freaks tomorrow and went all the way to the Super Bowl, it's happened before the Raiders. I don't know if this group has it. I certainly don't think the coaching staff does. But this game was pretty fun to watch in the first three quarters. Uh, As long as Paxton was at the helm, he got sacked several times, I think three times. Uh, More sacks we've ever had in one game, I believe. Also, let's see. We ran the ball very well in this game. I think Marshawn Lynch might have earned one month's salary in this game with his 26 rushes. He looked really good, and if they use him that way every game like they should have up to right now, uh, we he would have been worth the money. So far, I don't think so. If he continues to play like this, perhaps. 37 total runs. Uh, that was a good thing. It was nice to see us be able to run the ball, which was the key here. It's not that we attempted it. It's that we were able to against the Broncos' defense was Pretty formidable. I thought they did a fine job. Special teams was awesome. Four punts inside the 10-yard line was amazing. Marquette, again, proves why uh, why we kept him. 
and why we picked him because he is the man when it comes to kicking the damn football. I love this guy. Special teams is really good. Um, a Horton on special teams is excellent as well. Let's see, what else could I say? Five sacks, actually, in this game. So Trevor Simeon comes into the game, and boom. If they had another five minutes, it could have been a tie into and gone on into uh, overtime. This is how fragile our defense is. Our defense under Pagano now, I mean, yeah, I didn't expect a whole lot of change, but we didn't see any change, really. Uh, in this particular contest with a team with a team that doesn't have a quarterback. Uh, I expected to win this game because the Broncos stink and uh, they're struggling too. But man, it looked like Simeon was going to take them all the way back to a tie and take them into overtime. That's what it looked like to me. They'd had more time and they want to say it was garbage. Listen, he didn't get it. When he got into the game, it changed the tempo of the entire t- team. Entire game changed. So don't tell me it was like some last-minute heroics. That's a bunch of horse crap, a lot of donkey crap, honestly, uh, because we couldn't handle Trevor Simeon. And if he started the game, I don't know if we would have won this contest, honestly, because our defense is still pathetic. I mean, five sacks on a quarterback doesn't know what to do. Yeah, Trevor Simeon looked pretty good, even though he did get sacked as well. You know, that's again, our defense, our defense, our defense, and our offense. I mean, we scored 21 points, and we I, I thought I was a chicken. I thought we were a giant chicken, and we just sat on an egg because we were just going to sit there and settle down and get comfortable and not try to score any more points because it looked like the team just stopped scoring. looked like we just decided that, okay, we're going to win this game, so let's just put the Jets on. Now, I feel bad also. Cooper got nailed. Concussion City, man. That was a bad hit, and it looked like he's going to be out for this next game against the Giants for sure. And then Hammerhead Crab (laughs) and Talib, what a loser. Well, they went at it because they've been going at it every time they play. Uh, The chain thing, when when Talib ripped off... uh, Crabtree's chain, it was all the drama that could be, and these two children went at it. Then the whole team went at it, and Gabe Jackson ran to the referee. He got thrown out of the game. Michael Crabtree's thought process there going into the game, Bill, was not to beat the Denver Broncos in a critically important game for his team. It was to settle a score. Yes. And, you know, you were you were the most – I always think of you because – you know, you were accused of all kinds of things off the field. You never got suspended for anything use. No. Nope. Uh, PD use. You never missed a never. game. I don't recall you ever, you know, getting I got kicked, kicked out, out of one game against uh, Larry Centers. I kicked him in the head five times. Okay. It was uh, late into the third quarter. I mean, we're up big in the game. You know, you probably I probably had it coming. Go ahead. Vinny. I played for Philly. Uh, and I learned my lesson. But another thing I always knew is I threw the first punch and I walked away. And it was always, it wasn't a vendetta I had against somebody. It was how do I get them out of the, I had a plan, Greg. I I was not going to put my team in jeopardy. I was just going to see how I could get the other guy to come after me. 
and screw up his game plan. How I could play with Tony Gonzalez and see if I could piss him off enough. Or Shannon Sharp. Or Shannon. Whoever it was, who could I get? You guys, Marshall Falk. You know, I punched him in the balls. Yeah. You c- and I, I just pissed off. He had a great run. He made me look bad. <laughs> right. You know? And I, I got him at the bottom of the pile. I was going to make him pay. And he came after me. And I was like, I like this guy. <laughs> I'm like, I can't mess with this guy. This guy. Certain guys. This, guy's a, this guy was going to try to kill me. I was like, I like this guy. I, I just tried to get in their head and see if I could affect their game. <laughs> And it was really that simple. I didn't have vendettas about, you know, going out there like I have to settle this. But I do remember hearing this came from Eric Wright from the 49ers. He talked about Ronnie Lott. And because I had I always had these issues with different guys and I would throw a punch here and there. And Eric would come up to me and he said, I'm going to tell you a story about Ronnie. And. They were playing the Atlanta Falcons, and somebody cheap-shotted him. Ronnie Lott waited till the game was over, and he chased him down and barreled him on the sideline. After the game. After After the the game. game. He did not want to put, because Bill Walsh was big about that, you never put our team in jeopardy. Okay. Do not. Hey, if somebody throws a punch at you, you cannot throw the second punch. It's got to end before they play again. This has got to end, guys, right? I mean, every time the Raiders play the Broncos, these two guys can't fight and screw up their franchise. they got to end this. Pop, you're absolutely 1,000% right. But I'm going to tell you right now, everything leading up to this, it's been a year in the making. This guy did that. He embarrassed him. He took his manhood. And then you have a guy on your team who had a hell of a game, by the way. He's going to be a pro bowler. Marquette King goes and gets with Tlaib and then act like he's taking his deal off and he got to deal with with that, you remember in off season, all that yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, this dude's pride was hurt. I'm telling you, you're you're like that, and people calling you soft. Your street, your street cred is hurt. I'm telling you, it, but fuck. you do it out on the field. I, I, I agree. You you go out and you cut the guy, and you do yeah. things, and you play against, and and you got to Crabtree was blocking. He was doing oh, it. He right. was. He, he was, was doing it right with the blocking in the chain. He's the off. one who bro- he's the one who blocked him into their sideline. No, yeah. I he know. Just, he I, drove him right. That was into a great block. That's, that's oh, that was a great block. Was block of his career. <laughs> he needed to get up from that and run back to the huddle. If what if he would have came at him and, and Crabtree ran over there and fought? There's a bunch of Raiders. Or Tlaib would have gone and went the Raiders and started it up again. Let's look at you guys. Crabtree would have got his butt kicked. Let's be real here. Can we set this I, up for you? So? I know so. You went on Tlaib? Um, absolutely. Got, if you got to bring a gun, him. I mean, you, you, you bring it a gun. He's one of the meanest. <laughs> uh, to me, he sets the tempo for that team. I think he's one of the yeah, meanest guys. I, I, I love him. I want him to be a Raider. Yeah, yeah, damn right. He's not a hell of a player. There were fights everywhere, really. You couldn't see it on the TV screen, but there are fights freaking everywhere. Uh, I'm surprised that that was the only thing that happened. I do not think that Gabe will be suspended, but I know that Crab got two, two games. They reduced it to one. The same with Tlaib. Uh, you know, if you want to see stuff like that, go to a hockey game. I don't like to see that crap here in football. If you're going to beat somebody... Hey, beat them on the field. Put the points on the board. Point to the score when someone else gets emotional. Hold your composure, and when people start to get ridiculous, just look at them and 
point to the score. I've seen it done many, many, many times. It's probably the classiest thing I've ever seen as far as, hey, buddy, look at what your guys are doing, what our guys are doing. That's all, that's all I got to say. And that's probably the classiest thing there is to do yet. Um, there we go. Now, Del Rio wanted to pout about the fact that Crabtree got a game off. And let me let me go on a tangent because I'm going to, and you guys can't do anything about it, <laughs> unfortunately. Del Rio has got to go. He is not a coach for the Raiders. He's a coach. Probably be a good defensive coach, maybe. If that's all he had to focus on, I don't even know about that. I do know this. I do know that when you have a team that does stuff like this on a Sunday and plays the way it does after last season, that is a discipline issue. That is a coaching failure when it comes down to holding the line and holding guys to a standard. I mean, let's get to it right now. A standard of play and a standard of behavior, penalties, all that stuff come along with bad coaching and not having a handle on the football team. So I'm going to just say this. I'll say that (laughs) Del Rio and company, Pagano, whatever, nothing's going to change here real soon. I think they got to go. I don't think that this season is uh, some kind of an endorsement of their their uh, their performance as a staff. I, I think it's time to go, and Veggie better be looking around to see what's happening. This is the discipline issue I'm talking about in this game against the Broncos, also in the penalties they have all year, uh, the Marshawn Lynch buffoonery. That just shows there's no... There's no hot, there's no hard hand there anywhere. There's no line that is drawn. It's kind of like, okay, well you're a good player, then you don't worry about it, kind of a thing. Um, no team wins with that in the locker room. I don't care who the hell you are. Uh, it doesn't work out. So the Raiders beat the Broncos at home. Let's see anything else other than that. I think uh, we're missing Crab and Cooper's got jacked hard. Good job, Raiders. Good job on the win. Good job, fans. You hung out in the Rams. Good job for all. Got the W. We need it every single game from here on out. Um, So we'll see how it works. So far, so good for the Raiders. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's do that pregame for the New York Giants. (laughs) Man, it's been a while since I've seen them in Oakland. Start spreading. Eli's not coming. No, the New York Giants are coming to Oakland with Geno Smith. Yes, the guy that torched us. In his young rookie years, I think his first year in the in the in the league as the New York Jets quarterback, I think that game they beat us. He was like some kind of super freak and fell shortly the next game, but he played great against Oakland. 
I remember that game. But long story short, he's coming back as the quarterback where Eli is the backup. Don't I don't even know how that went down. We have a two-time Pro Bowl, two-time Super Bowl MVP. And now he's playing uh he's playing backup to Geno Smith. Uh and you know they had the reporters in the locker room, they're putting the microphones up to his face. And I was like, Are you kidding me? I would have been seriously wrong if it would have been me. I'd have just been right out there with explicit content immediately. Are you freaking kidding me? I lost my job to Geno Smith. How would you feel if you lost your job to the JV? What do you think? (laughs) No doubt. So the Giants still have a very, very strong defense and a great offensive line. Not really. That's what they say, but I don't think so. Eli ran for his life all season. I think Geno's going to run for his life all day as long as our defense uh, plays halfway, not even halfway decent. They just have to play decent. Um, no, halfway decent is as, as, as what they have to play because <laughs> I don't know if they can play decent. So defense is is big in this game. Uh, Carr's going to have some problems as far as uh, running for his life, especially if we can't hold back this uh, Giants offensive line, or defensive line, excuse me. Where are we going to throw the ball? Johnny Holton, I think he's going to be up there. We got, uh, who else do we have? Um, Well, we have a few guys that we just got up from reserve. Hang on just a sec. All right, it's Isaac Whitney. I'm sorry it took me a while because I thought I had it right here in front of me, but evidently I did not. Uh, yeah, he's a undrafted free agent guy to fill a hole. Um, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, so he did play for USC for a season. He kind of bounced around. But with Cordell Patterson, Johnny Holton, Seth Roberts, and this guy, that's going to be the, the the wide receiver core for Derek Carr. Now, I tell you this, it's on Carr. It's on car to get these guys the ball. If they drop it all day, well, we'll know where the responsibility lies. But Carr got to get these guys the football. He's got to get out of his shell, literally, that he's been in for the entire season and start really reaching out and making some some real throws. Like he did before last year was crazy. Excellent. I don't know what's going on this year with him. Maybe it's the coach. You think? <laughs> But I do believe that uh, the Giants can be beat. I believe we can beat them. Um, They're not doing so good right now. They're having a damn hard time. They're 2-9. and Uh, They don't want to end their season now. They want to try to get some wins. Raiders are 5-6. And, And, uh, well, they haven't been doing very well with their their quarterback, Eli's a-coming. Eli's a-coming. Has only been averaging 15.6 points per game with him and the running game. I mean, that's it. But the Raiders have been averaging 20.5, which is way below what they should be uh, for this season compared to last year. Uh, We're ranked 19th in yards per game, 24th in opposition's yard per game. That's, That's the defense, of course. 
Here's a stat I like. In penalty yards, we're 688. The Giants are 628. So maybe there'll be a few more fights in this game, uh, too. The Giants have taken the ball away 13 times. Uh, The Raiders have seven takeaways, which is grossly pathetic. Um, The Giants have given up the ball 13 times. The Raiders have given up the ball 16 times. You know, just not what I thought this particular team's stats would be at this position where we are this this time of year. I predict the Raiders will win. Um, Kind of a funky game with all these people out, so it'll be kind of fun to see. I mean, this is going to be like a who-knows-what's-going-to-happen kind of game. Uh, Gino could be old Gino or could be uh, the Gino that played us before that I remember that was scary. Um, So I say this. The Raiders should win this game. It's home game. Should be favored by, I'd say, six points uh, at least, maybe three. Uh, Depends on the Raiders' defense which I hope vastly improves by this game. But I I see a victory here. I think we can do it with who we have. Um, I think I should say a prayer for for our young receiver, Cooper. I I am afraid for that young man. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, it's time for the bone line, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. I need to hear what you guys think about our team, how they played. I know we got the W. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? Uh, that's for sure. Okay, who's first on the line? And our next caller, my very good brother, Raider Rick, calling out of Utah. What you got for us, my brother? Hi, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Rick from Utah. I just wanted to call and get a, opinions on a couple things. One, I, everybody's calling for Jack Del Rio's head. Um, I may be in the same boat, but I'm a little nervous because if we get rid of him, who are we going to get? I, mean, I don't know that there's a coach out there right now. I know there might be maybe at the end of the season with some firings or Maybe a college coach, maybe Jim Harbaugh or something can, if he gets fired or whatever, can can come in. But um, I know Jack Del Rio brought us from when we were weren't, weren't winning any games to I believe it was seven and nine and then twelve and four, and now he's uh, mediocre. Um, just two things. I think first problem is is I think Jack has his hands in too much, too many things: offense, defense, and special teams. I think he should just let the defensive coach run, you know, their scheme. I think offensively we need to get rid of Downing and bring in Mike McCoy. That's just my personal opinion because then you have, um, you know, he's a, a good co- coordinator. He would be just what Derek Carr needs. And I think if you want, if you like Downing that much, put him back to quarterbacks coach where he was before. And then number two, um, you're asking a couple uh, uh, podcasts ago, maybe it was the last one, on what we think was happening with the Raiders. Our first two games was good, and then I think something happened. My opinion, I think um, a Trump tweet came out, and I think, uh, in my opinion, Derek Carr was telling his 
uh, teammates that they need to stand and his teammates were protesting. And then he was mad that, that they were protesting against, you know, kneeling and um, this and that and the other. And I think it just got me in their head all, all season long, which is stupid. I mean, it's a tweet, you know, it's, it's beliefs. Just go play football, focus on football. Uh, last year, that kind of stuff didn't bug him, no matter what anybody said or did or anything else. It didn't bug the Raiders last year, but yet it is this year. So I don't know. I just think that my own personal opinion, I think that's what happened is is um, nobody's getting along and maybe Derek's trying to tell them to do something. So the offensive line's like, you know what, if you're not going to, you know, do it this way, then yada, yada, yada. And they're just fighting back and forth. So if change of scenery and coaches is what needs to be done, then let's do it. Um, personally, I would like to see, you know, Gruden come back, but I get, I doubt that's happening. Uh, maybe Josh Daniels or, you know, like I said, maybe Harbaugh can come in and maybe there's a, a coach, an old coach that can uh, come back and uh, let his team, uh, you know, play and, coordinators anyway i don't know um but uh thanks for the opportunity to get on the bone line um and we'll see you later later it come out well my brother that was very insightful and we're very well thought out and you know i never thought about the trump thing but you know i don't think about him anyway i have life to think about and he's far from it and as far as you know, this whole thing about standing, sitting, and locker room issues, that's coaching, bro. That's the strength of your coach that really keeps a firm grasp in the locker room. Not that he has to be there, but he has to have key players in there that that dictate his dictates. And that's not happening in Oakland. And Derek Carr is a great guy. He's a great kid. He's a great dude. But I don't hear any F-bombs or serious uh, like Gannon used to be. I mean, you know, we need a guy in there that's going to take all the crap out of there and put it, you know, all the pool tables and stuff just like Gannon did and uh, get rid of it. We need someone with that type of attitude to hold people accountable. And you can't be everybody's friend as a quarterback. If Amari was was dropping footballs, yeah, it's great to go and say, hey, brother, I, I believe in you. But it's also okay to go in there, hey, get your shit together, man. You're going to be out of here. That that kind of thing is is, is works as well. Um, Del Rio. Yeah, I don't know who we're going to get if we lose him. There's a lot of good coaches out there, a lot of bad coaches out there. But Del Rio's fired 32 coaches, most in any, in any other head coach in history. I hope that he keeps that going here because he needs to clean house here. If he wants to stay here, he should be looking for coordinators that will do his bidding and get a grasp of this team and throw some discipline into this organization. Because right now, it's the nuts running the nut house. And uh, you can see that on the field. I'm just saying what I think. I mean, you have your own opinion, but I think it's obvious that the coach has no control over this team. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is Raider Sean. Uh, what do you have for us, my brother? Um, give it to us. <laughs> Whatever it is. Uh, I know. These Raiders. 
Hey, Raider Greg. Hey, Raider Randy. I just want to say I, uh, I'm late to the podcast game since my first year listening, but uh, I've been a Raider fan my whole life. This is Raider Sean. I uh, want to shout out to my other Placer County native Raider fan here. I, I just want to bring up the uh, the coaching. I, I'm so distraught. I mean, play calling and all that aside, I think that's all terrible. But uh, I'm still. I mean, this is Saturday, a week after the Patriots game, and I'm still just fuming. Who? I played at Colfax High School, and we had to go play Truckee, and that's four thousand feet difference, and we couldn't breathe. I, I can't imagine going from sea level to seventy-two hundred feet in a day. And, and, and trying to acclimate to that. That's unreal. You want to talk about poor coaching. What kind of decision is that? That is absolutely horrific. Mark Davis looks like a clown on TV. He always does. He always does. They show Mark Kraft, or sorry, they show Kraft sitting up there in the box. I'm not a fan, but at least he looks professional. Mark Davis, what a clown. The whole, the whole everything. Just disappointed. Been a Raiders fan my whole life, and uh, that's not going to change. But this season, it's I'm so upset. <laughs> this whole thing sucks, and uh, I just want to let you guys know this is my first season listening. Really appreciate you guys' podcast. Everyone's uh, every one of the fans, you know, holds for the Raiders. Anyway, I understand if you don't air the call, it's a week late, but I'm just still so upset. I don't anticipate any good news for the for this uh, next game against the Broncos. Their defense is going to shut down our offense, and Todd Downing is going to do the same thing with the play calls. They they need to just I don't know what they need to do, but anyway, just uh, I wanted to share the love. Uh, you guys rock. I'm out. Well, first off, brother, Randy and I really appreciate the props. We love doing the show. Uh, I hope you guys appreciate it. I know that the few, the couple of people out there <laughs> that are listening to us, uh, the 10 people out there, um, enjoy it. And we dig it. We love the fact that you guys enjoy the show. Hell, man, I know what I'd do with myself, <laughs> honestly. But on another note, uh, the Raiders look like crap this year. Yes. And the most disappointing thing I will say for me as a fan is the expectation from last year to this year and every game seems to be another insult to the, to the possibilities that were in last year. I mean, the, the whole thing from last year, you were thinking we're going to make another step forward. It didn't happen. Even at the win, even the win, the Broncos win, it was some buffoonery and. You know, <laughs> they're not last year's team, and I don't know why. And I can't tell you why. But that's one of the things that's freaking everybody out. appreciate the love. appreciate you listening to the show, bro. We got the food stamp raider from Maryland in the house. I love this guy. What you got for us, my brother? Raider Greg. Raider Randy. Raider Nation. This is Food Stamp Raider from Maryland, man. And I can't believe my eyes. There's no discipline on this team. I know you have to ride for your squad, but there's no discipline on this team. Jack Del Rio 
needs to go immediately. We lost our top receiver, and we lost our pro bowl guard. Not because of injury, but because of foolishness. Jack Del Rio has no control of the team. It's bad enough that he's a lousy ex-nose coach, but there's no discipline. Marshawn Lynch is escorting dudes through our sideline. Yo, man, you need to be in the huddle for the next play. Yo, man, changes need to be made. It's time to clean house. It's food stamp rated for Maryland. We ain't even at halftime yet. I'm out. Well, you must have been reading my mind during the game because as soon as that happened, that's exactly what I thought. And you can't, you know, the Marshawn Lynch thing all season has kind of bugged me in the way that coach does not have control over that. You you got to have control over every player. You can't let one clown. I mean, this this team has no discipline, shows in their penalties, shows in their play. I mean, I bet you, well, you know, he's he's got to go. You know exactly what you said. I am with you 150%. We have to find a better coach, not just anybody, not a rookie, a better coach, not just anybody, because uh, so far it hasn't worked out for us, and I can go back a long way with a lot of names, bro. Thanks for the call. And my great friend, good brother, great listener and contributor to the show from Scranton, PA, Raider Chris is in the house. What is up, my brother? Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's Raider Chris, Scranton, PA. Uh, just got done uh, watching the game. And I got to tell you, I'm still not impressed. Even though we won, barely. Uh, we did play a second-string quarterback who is complete garbage. Uh, and we finally got an interception. I almost forgot what they look like. Uh, they better re-sign Bowman because he's a good player and he's a leader. But uh, this game was very ugly. It was ugly from the get-go. It was a UFC match. Uh, and then look what happens when when the original starter, Seaman, I know I'm saying that wrong, but he's a Bronco. Uh, he comes in and bam, two touchdown passes. So I, I'm still not buying this this team. Uh, like I said, and, and Talib, he's he's a he's a bully, he's a thug, and uh, the little coward left his his helmet on when Crabtree went at him again. That dude's a coward. He really is. I'm keeping it clean because I know you're trying to fix up the show and everything, which, you know, I respect. But, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a coward. And Lynch, I'm over him. Done with him. I don't care how good he runs or how bad he runs or whatever. He sticks up for other teams more than his own teammates. And if I was one of the big boys on that team, you know, I conf- definitely confront him. I don't care if you're if you're – Oakland Street, whatever. Like, you're not showing it on the field. Like, you're really not. You don't have your, your teammates' backs. This is the second time now this year he's he's shown that. So I'm over Lynch. He's been a bust for us anyways. Uh, yeah, man, I'm just I'm, – I'm not impressed. I'm not – you know, I'm, I'm happy they got the win. Don't get me wrong. But – and this was without Crabtree and Cooper. I hope Cooper gets better. Uh, but next man up. Patterson, 
I like him. I liked him ever since we signed him. Uh, Holton, like him too. And uh, I'm still a fan of Seth Roberts. I don't care what nobody else says. You know, the dude's proven himself. But like everybody else on that team, he has his fair share of drops too. But uh, yeah, man, just calling in and giving my two cents. We got the Giants next week. Don't overlook them. Don't do that. Because we've lost some games this year that we should have easily won, and we didn't. So, uh, on a side note, Raider Randy, you were asking a couple of shows ago where Pennsylvania Raider was. Uh, I actually got a hold of him. We were hanging out one night, and he said he's going to give the show a call, so hopefully he does. But, yeah, man, off to the Giants next week. And, uh, I don't know. Go Raiders. First, brother, let me just thank you for contributing for so long. It's been really cool listening to you. You're a smart guy. I like your takes. And I certainly understand how you feel because this is the same I feel about this whole game, too. I, You know, we got a win, but it was ugly. And, yeah, you know, we had some good plays, but, man, not really. And if Trevor Simeon was in from the get-go, I don't know if we'd have won this game, honestly, the way they played. And uh, I totally agree, bro. It's totally true. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, telling you, man, I think with Lynch, they should run him to death for the rest of the season. 30 runs a game. If he takes himself out, they should just take him out for a game, not pay him. That's how, you know, I I just think they should use that guy up and uh, stop coddling him and make him earn his money. And if he, and then I wouldn't care what he did if he kept running like he did in the last game. Anyway, um, yeah, we got a long way to go. Playoffs, if you can, I know you're shaking your head because I have been ever since. It's a possibility. I sure wish we were the team of last season. Because if we were that team here right now, we could run the table. I I think we could beat the Eagles even. But um, not this team, bro. Not this team. (laughs) Love the call, man. And our next caller is Raider Jim from the East Coast. What is happening, my brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Jim calling from the East Coast. After the Raider win against the Broncos, and anytime we can beat the Broncos, got to be happy, but also have to be real. You know, I think we we were able to win that game because Paxton Lynch was in quarterback for most of the, most of the time, and as soon as Simeon came in after Lynch went out with the with the injury, whoo-wee, man, it was like he was just having his way with the Raiders' secondary, which is, you know, typical of the defense this year. It was nice to see a few things happen. It was nice to see the Raiders come out fighting. You know, although Crabtree obviously took it too far, it was nice to see him have some fire against uh, Tlaib, who, you know, in my opinion, he's a punk. He's a great cornerback, but, but he's a punk. And so, but, you know, hey, got Crabtree thrown out and, and can't have that. And obviously, Gabe Jackson got thrown out. That, that didn't help us, but, you know, some of the receivers that uh, Patterson obviously came up big at the end there with the third down catch. 
Uh, you know, a couple of the other players got a Johnny Holton got a, a good reception, and, and Carr Carr for the most part did pretty good. He looked uh, scared and timid at the at the beginning of the game, but he settled in and had a good had a good day throwing the ball. <clears throat> that was good to see. Good to see him give the ball to Lynch a few more times, and you know, at least see what he could do with more than you know eleven or twelve carries or whatever. So you know, overall. You know, a win is a win, but you know, I'm I'm thinking that that, that we might get one more win. Uh, I think we we have a chance to beat the Giants, but um, I'm calling six and ten will be the uh, be the final the final record. You know, hate to hate to say it, but the team is just that bad. The defense is that bad. You know, again, had a good day yesterday, uh, but I think if Simeon would have been would have been the starter. We would have had a very, very tough time winning. I, I do want to give uh, some props to my wife. She uh, she predicted the Raiders would win, so you know, hey, gotta gotta give it to her on that. So she made the call. So I want to give her a little love on your podcast. But uh, hey, man, we won. So I guess I should just be happy with that. So anyway, take the win. Beat them donkeys. And uh, thanks for the podcast again, Brother Greg, Raider Randy. And look, man, y'all keep up the good work because it's fun. It's fun. You know, we'll we'll ride it as long as we can, right? Thanks a lot, brother. Raider Nation, God bless you. I'm out. Very well done, brother. Very well done. And I I think I could speak for all of us or most of us anyway, um, like Raider Chris, like you, like me. Yeah, we won the game. If Trevor Simeon would have started, I don't know. I would say we had a good chance of getting whooped. And and your prediction of us losing the rest of the games is very real. Because <laughs> the Eagles, the Chiefs at home, the Cowboys, um, I don't know, man. So... You know, we'll see what happens. You never know what can happen. Uh, but it, it doesn't feel like last season at all. Uh, when we get behind, coming back is brutal. Doesn't seem to work out. Our defense is just worse than last year. I don't see how that can be. But, hey, Reggie picked him. That's Reggie, man. That's You can lay that on veggie right there. I appreciate the call. And my wife often says uh, that they're – probably not going to win because she's been through this with me for so long. She knows what I think and she's pretty smart. And she said, well, you know, they got a good chance, which they did. Um, (laughs) But she'd be riding this wave with the rest of us, bro. I appreciate your call, brother. Thank you so much. And from Richmond, Virginia, the RVA Raiders in the house. Raider Trip, what's going on, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Trip, the RVA Raider, calling from Richmond, Virginia. Well, I got to say that uh, after the game today, I feel at least uh, a little bit better after the travesty that was last week. Uh, I didn't even bother calling into the show last week. I got to say that uh, after the first half, I couldn't even watch any more of that game, so... And, you know, I've got to say that the outcome kind of lingered over to what happened this week for me. 
you know, it, it, beating the donkeys is always great. It's always exciting. But after the, the beatdown that was put on us last week by 25 points, you know, I just I don't have much hope for the rest of the season. You know, great to beat the donkeys. Hope we beat the Chargers. Hope we beat the Chiefs. But, you know, there's just so many problems on both our offensive and defensive side of the ball that, you know, I got, I got to think that there's, this season is just going to be a wash. You know, I, I was really kind of surprised to see that we let um, Ken Norton go last week, but we didn't let Downing go. I, I don't really know what that's supposed to be about. Uh, in, in my mind, I think that our defense has kind of performed uh, to the level that should be expected this season. It's really our offense that has been letting us down. So, you know, I know people have been hating on Ken Norton, but, you know, I, honestly, when you're the coach of a defense, that has that kind of talent on it, what do you really expect? It's it's really the offense that has fallen really short. We gotta get rid of Downing. We saw it again this week. Um going up by twenty one nothing in the fourth quarter. Almost giving these turkeys a chance to get back. Offense just all of a sudden appeared stagnant. So, you know, thank God for that last play of the game where uh Carr hit Cordero Patterson on that play. So we're able to seal the deal on that one. Pretty amazing with how crappy this season has gone that we're one game back from Kansas City. But, you know, we all saw what happens when you go against the champs, as we did last week. So, you know, this Raider fan isn't holding out that much hope for the rest of the season. Let's just beat the Chargers and, and beat the Chiefs. Look forward to the next year. Hopefully get some new coaches in there. So, you know, Raider Nation, happy about the outcome tonight. But, you know what? the season still think that we're done so all right randy all right greg thanks for everything you do this is the rva raider i'm out thank you for the call brother and again another fan with the same undertone of well lack of expectation this year disappointment at the performance anger at the coaching um we all can't be stupid and we all can't be crazy um that's all I got to say because, you know, I I don't believe maybe the last three callers have probably 80 years worth of football um, in there, I'm, I'm sure, because I got quite a few myself. And we're not stupid. So I appreciate the call, bro. <laughs> That's how it is. I agree totally. And our next caller from El Centro, California, Raider Loon. He's in the house. What you got for us, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Nation, Raider Randy. This is Raider Loon from El Centro, California, man. And uh, we won. Really happy we got the win. Um, I do call this um, Buffoon Bowl 2017 because, I mean, we got to be honest with ourselves, guys. I think if Trevor Simeon starts this game... Uh, it would be a lot different than the way it ended. I mean, you saw what Trevor Simeon did with 14 minutes on the clock left in the game, and uh, he damn near tied it up. It just sucks. Um, it sucks, man, because, <laughs> I mean, this this goes to show you, Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch made the Raiders look like a top five defense. We shut him out for three quarters. But the guy sucks. He sucks. That's how bad he sucks. And then 
You want to know how bad our defense was? You put a competent quarterback behind that awful offensive line of Denver's, and he makes plays and throws two touchdowns, drives down the field. I mean, I'm so happy we got a win because there's still the playoff chance. But if we make the playoffs, it's just going to keep Del Rio and freaking Todd drowning. They're going to give him another season of this nonsense. And um, I don't know, guys. Like, I, I'm just it just doesn't inspire confidence. This win doesn't inspire confidence. I mean, this team's Denver's a three and eight team. They got the uh, championship defense. That Crabtree, uh, Talib crap, that, that's just so stupid. Gabe Jackson going in there accidentally running over a ref. Like, it just sucks, man. But I'm um, happy we got the win. <laughs> we'll see what the Giants give us. Another good D. And, like, maybe uh, maybe, maybe Eli Manning does a channel Super Bowl winning Eli Manning. He just toss whatever to whatever receivers he's got right now. But um, I don't know, man. Go Raiders. This is Raider Loon. One love. I'm out. Again, we all knew. I knew. <laughs> I knew for sure. Trevor Simeon, in the first three minutes, I go, ooh, he looks like he's a real quarterback. And I'm telling you, if, if Denver would have had another three or four minutes, it would have been tied into overtime. Maybe we would have lost even. Crazy. Unbel- <laughs> you know what I mean, bro. Thanks for the call. And our next caller, my good brother Johnny, Utah, is in the house. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Johnny, Utah. Hey, uh, just wanted to say that no matter with everything else that's, ha- that's happened this season, I am so, so happy that we beat the Donkeys. Uh, Utah is basically like Denver, too, and uh, everyone's a Donkeys fan here, and I am representing proud, wearing my Raider gear. I do almost every day anyway, but, man, I am just pumped about that. And we won't talk about the rest of the season. I'll just be happy for the day that we beat the Broncos. Anyway, as Raider Greg says, that's all I have to say about that. Out. Well, I like your perspective, bro. I think we all do. You know, <laughs> the other fan said it uh, better than I could. After last week's beating, I was still in shock from that. I mean, it was like if I was beaten that hard, I'd still have black and blue marks. I'd still be scarred up, you know, the next Sunday. So I think as a fan, we were all scarred up from that game. And then this game, it, it didn't present any great uh, revolutionary you know, <laughs> changes in the way the team's been playing, bro. Uh, but, hey, we beat the Bronco Hoes. I always like be- beating the Hoes anyway. Um, but, man, there's just something missing in this victory for me. I'm not that happy about it because, you know, in the big picture, it means nothing really this year. So thanks for the call, brother. Love the perspective. And our next caller from Williamsburg, VA, Virginia, Raider Steve is in the house. What you got for us, my brother? Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Steve from Williamsburg, Virginia. And I'll tell you what, I've, I am taking a knee after yesterday's game. 
I've resisted the politicization of the game. After yesterday's thuggish, immature performance, I'm out for the rest of the year. The Raiders are undisciplined. Lynch underperforms. Cooper and Crabtree disappoint. I think Lynch is a big part of the thuggishness and ill-discipline with his sit through the national anthem instead of thinking about the game, run on the field and push a ref kind of behavior. I've stuck through the bad years and taken the abuse of friends and family alike while the Raiders stunk, hoping each year would be different. And now they have the talent. They got the coaching to put it together. They beat themselves. They tried to do it again yesterday against a weak Bronco team because they were more focused on their gold change and who dissed whom and, and fighting it out on the field. Stupid, stupid. I've had enough. I'm not watching them the rest of the year. I don't care if they had the greatest turnaround they've ever had in their, in their history. I ain't watching them again. Maybe they'll be better next year. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll wait till they go to Las Vegas. Who knows? But I am out of here. Sorry to say it. Take care. Wow, brother. I feel exactly the same way. Um, the buffoonery has been too long, way too long. Uh, and just when you thought you could come up for a breath last year, you know, the general manager and the coach decide to move on from the offensive coordinator to a rookie. You know, there's just so much buffoonery and lack of discipline. I said it in the show because I meant it from the very second I saw that game. It all came together for me with Lynch and his crap and the whole drama that is the team that should be doing way better for the talent that's on it. I, this goes all the way to the top. I mean, Mo Davis, it, it starts with that guy and his haircut. And I, I can't take it anymore myself. I've told you guys before, I'm leaving. This is my last season. I'm not buying tickets again. Uh, I'm not going to, I'm leaving them before they leave me. I mean, I'm going to watch them on TV. I'm not that, I'll watch them. I'll watch the games, but not going to the games anymore. Um, Not here anyway. And I don't think there ever. So, you know, I I feel the same way. I'm going to watch the rest of this year and I'll watch forever. But I, I think this has got a this team has a huge problem in the locker room and it's spilling all over the field, bro. And I don't blame you for what you're gonna do. And no one could. No nobody could, man. Trust me, the emotion you speak with shows me how much you care about these boneheads, the Raiders. I get it. And my next caller is season ticket holder. Houston Raiders, Steve, he's in the house. What you got for us, my brother? He's he's got some great Raider history. Uh, he's he's spilled it out here many times. What's up, bro? Raider Nation, this is Houston Raider Steve. I want to thank you very much, Raider Greg, for uh, the condolences about my mom. Yeah, it's it's tough when you when you lose a parent, uh, lose best friend. Especially my mom, of course, my dad, best friend also. But uh, my mom is the reason why I'm a sports fan. At two years old, she was going with my grandfather to her first sporting event, and that was the Cleveland Indians baseball game. So uh, she's the reason why I'm a fan. My grandfather, he had one baseball game on the TV, another one off the radio, and he could keep up with both of them at the same time. The radio game, he was listening on his headphones. Man, I tell you what, man, this is really tough. Uh, 
when you lose a parent, man, it's, uh, my heart's broken, but you know, but anyway, back to my point, man, great win yesterday against the Broncos here in Houston. We have ESPN 97.5. The owner of Mr. Gow is, uh, He's hooked up with Compass Media Networks, which carries the Cowboys games and the Raider games. So we have the Raider games every week. They always say, even Charlie Polo, who's been in the Houston business for 25 years, he's the best. He's from Long Island. He says that Greg Popper from Syracuse, which is where Charlie graduated from, is hands down the best broadcaster in sports, man. You can hear it, man. Every time every time you listen to Greg Popper on the radio, you hear the uh, caller by Tom Flores, a great Tom Flores coach. Lincoln Kennedy on the sidelines, man. Man, it doesn't get any better than that. It's like the Swallows going to Capistrano, man. Music to our ears, being Raider Nation, especially, especially us Raider fans outside California. Between that, the pod, uh, your podcast, Greg, that you and Randy put together every week, man, it's like the Bible for us, man. Every time we listen to your podcast, it's like we're being in church. Anyway, great win against the Broncos. I know the Broncos are horrible. They showed uh, John Elway up in the press box. You think the Raiders have problems. The Broncos' problems are even worse. They're lucky if they finish 8-8. Eight and eight. They were just in the Super Bowl two years ago. Man, it was tough. Uh, Tlaib is a punk, ripping off his uh, necklace or whatever it was on Crabtree. Cooper, I'm concerned about. You know, the concussion that he had in that game, but they did what they had to do to win, and they hung on, man. I know it was one of those bite your fingernails. Holy hell, what's going to happen now? Pacing around the room like I'm pacing right now. Wondering how in the hell can we pull this thing off and scrape by? You can't do that against the Patriots. Well, we got the game, uh, Giants game this week. Look forward to seeing everybody if I can. And uh, we should be able to win that game. Giants are 2-9, and nine, I believe. I know it's a tough road. We honor the team. We honor the fans. We honor the coaches. And we honor especially the people that have passed on that were Raider fans for life, man. It's the friendships that we make at the tailgates on the bowl line. Wherever we go, we're in our Raider stuff. That's what it's all about. It's a lifelong commitment. It's like a marriage. When it's bad, you hang in there. You don't jump ship. You don't walk the plank. You just hang in there because, you know, hell, our team won three Super Bowls. It's going to get better. We're going to be right there when they do. I'll be a fan of the Raiders wherever they play. If they play in Las Vegas, which it looks like they are, I'll be a fan. I might, might not go to as many games. Anyway, Raiders, we're going to be back, baby. You guys are awesome. You guys are my family. Love you all. I'm out. Yeah, Raider Steve's always very positive uh, about the team. I mean, unless they're doing real bad, of course. Um, I'm real sorry about his mom. Anybody lose a parent, uh, I don't need to say any more than you get it. Uh, and and no matter what age you lose a parent, you <laughs> you do understand uh, what it's like. So um Certainly sorry for that, my friend. Different stage of life. It's one of those stages of life that everybody has to go to and through, actually. So, um, and as far as Vegas and the Raiders, maybe that is what is wrong with this team. Maybe the move is the big bugger, and it's nothing more than that. Uh, (laughs) It could be. It very well could be. Appreciate the call. My brother, I'll see you at the Giants game. And our next caller from Placer County, my very good brother, Raider Damien, solid fan. What's up, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's Raider Damien up here in Placer County. How you guys doing? 
Hey, I uh, just wanted to let you know this last Sunday, the Denver game, we actually got a cherry popped on this particular game, Greg and Randy. My good buddy, the Rank Raider from Fort Worth, Texas, Craig, he flew in. He's been flying in every year for one game for the last seven years and has never been able to see the Raiders win at home when he's flown in. He made it in. We got there nice and early, did our tailgate, met a lot of great people from San Jose and a couple other places, had a good tailgate, uh, went over to Bad Boys of Barbecue, tried to find uh, Randy and Greg, but we couldn't find you guys to say hi. But nevertheless, um, weathered the rain and everything else, and um, Rank Raider got to see his first win in Oakland. So congratulations, Craig, on getting your uh, cherry popped. As far as this game goes, uh, you know what? Um, I'm not sure what to say. Yeah, it felt good to get the win. And, you know, I guess we're still alive. Um, thanks to Kansas City screwing the pooch. So thank you, Kansas City. Um, but the one thing that was a takeaway for me from this game, other than uh, Crabtree, <laughs> which was awesome. Um, but the one takeaway from uh, this game for me, um, Greg and Randy, was that Sean Smith actually played really well. And I don't know if it's because of the change. Um, I don't know if Pagano's got him doing something differently than he was doing before. But, yeah, there were passes caught on him. But not one of those passes that uh, that Thomas or Sanders caught on him made a first down. All of those passes were in front of him. And none of those receivers got behind him, which is typical Sean Smith crap. So he played a good game. So that was my takeaway from that. I wanted to keep it positive and uh, – you know, just stick with that for right now on this call. So um, happy holidays to everybody out there in the Raider Nation, Raider Podcast Nation. Hope you all are doing great. And bring on Eli and the Giants. Bye. You know, brother, it's funny that she should say that because uh, the announcer mentioned it. I saw him playing too, and I'm like, wow, he's doing okay. But then you realize he's playing against Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch. <laughs> the guy blows. He was horrible. So when you have a quarterback like that, your, your DBs look pretty good until Trevor Simeon came in, and then Smith didn't look quite so good. So I, I don't think he's changed his colors. I just think it was a reflection of, of the other team's quarterback. And that's what I thought anyway. Um, but I did notice that. And I did notice that uh, he did a few pretty good things, pretty good passes defended. I don't know why he can't do that all the time, but he did it well against Paxton Lynch. <laughs> uh, thank you for the call, my brother. And yes, seven years, and he finally sees a victory. Can you feel that, Raider Nation? Can you, my daughter Haley went to, I want to say maybe eight years of games and finally saw a win. And that is an amazing statistic when you think about it. Um, <laughs> anyway, thanks for the call, my brother. And our next caller is Jersey Boy Raider. He's in the house. What you got for us, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is Jersey Boy Raider. Well, Raider Nation, 
as bad as it's been this year, very disappointing, not at all what we were expecting. And I'm right there with you. It's been rough this year, very rough season. But I will say, we are only one game out of first place. We already beat the Chiefs. One more game coming with the Chargers at the end of the season. The Chiefs don't want it. I mean, they are just giving this division away. They don't want it. They lost something. We took it from them on Thursday night. We're about to take it from them again, which I believe we can next week. And we'll get to that. But the Chargers is a team that I know we can also beat. I'm tired of hearing about this team. They're okay. But if you look at next week or this week coming up against the Giants, another very winnable game. I don't care if Eli's starting, Geno Smith, or anyone. We, can, we should dominate this team. So that should be a W. I really want to see us dominate. I want to see the offense really, really go after them. The defense needs a good game. I think we played well last week. Defense obviously gave up some points there at the end during slap time. But the Raiders need to build that confidence going into that Chief game. Of course, there's a tough Eagle game coming up on Christmas night, which I will be there. We'll talk about that in a few weeks. That is a tough place to go in and not only to play, but to go in as a Raider fan. <laughs> if you've ever been there, it's, uh, it's pretty tough. But um, I'm pretty confident uh, right now um, that we can make the playoffs. And, guys, I know that we're not going to go very far, but the goal this year was Super Bowl. All right, and there's 31 teams going to sit there at the end of the year that's not going to be holding up Vince Lombardi's trophy. But I at least want to make the playoffs. I guess the, the Raider fan in me that bleeds silver and black, the pride, wants to at least get into the playoffs. So that's what I need to root for, and that's why I watch right now every week as a Raider fan. That's why I'm going Christmas night and wearing my silver and black because I want to see this team at least get into the playoffs. I know we're that good. The offense was great last year, okay, until Derek Carr went down Christmas Eve. But look at what we've done this year. Look at, the, look at the players that we've added. And we've taken steps backwards. We all know the reason, guys. It's coaching. The coaches are horrible. Got rid of one. Need to get rid of Downing. And then probably Del Rio down the line. Maybe not this year, but you know how that works with contracts and money and all. Mark Davis doesn't have a clue what he's doing. So I'm sure he'll be there for another year or so. But he'll be gone too. They have to revamp the team. But right now, guys, this team is good enough to win some games and to get in, into the playoffs. I just want to say something real quick about the Crabtree situation. Okay, it's ridiculous. And when I say ridiculous, I mean the suspension. It was basically going to suspend him three games, miss the entire Denver game, and you're going to miss two more games after that? So they did the right thing by reducing it. But, guys, it's the Raiders and the Broncos. Somewhere, Alice Edo, who wore both the silver and black and the orange, is rolling over his grave saying, are you kidding me? You would have been suspended every game if this were the case. Guys, it's football. What, what are they doing to the sport? Look, you should be dra- grabbing chains and doing all that stuff. I think Tully's a jackass, okay? And Crabtree, they, 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 they go on him because, you know, he, he should have uh, held more, you know, had more uh, restraint. Well, he did that last year, and everybody called him soft. Who knows what these guys deal with? It's a different world, okay? Who knows what they're saying to him uh, every day? Maybe that's in his mind. It wasn't the right decision, but you know what? He took Tully, he drove him into the ground because he had enough. And he made a statement, and the team responded, and that's the Raiders. That's what I wanted to see. So I'm glad he got the suspension reduced. He will be back for the Chief game. And with that being said, guys, hey, we're getting David Amerson back this week. We need him. We need a corner. Let's just see what happens. Let's play it out. But let's finish strong. All right? And like I said, you know, maybe I'm a little delusional right now, but the Raider fan in me, 
and the Raider fan that I cannot wait to see in a few weeks at, at, at Christmas because I'm out here on the East Coast. Um, just wants to see the Raiders finish strong. And no one's talking about us right now, and that's okay. They talked about us at the beginning of the year, but no one's talking about us right now. And we, we let's just worry about us. Let's control that in our own destiny. And if we win out and we do the things I know we can do, we can get into the playoffs, and, and then we can then we know where we're exposed and where we have to fill the gaps. And that's McKenzie's job. With that being said, Raider Greg, I hope you and all the Raider Nation, Raider Randy, had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, I cannot thank you enough for what you guys do. Raider Greg, I know you're talking about maybe this is it. I always told you, man, if this was if this was it, if you were done, I thank you for everything that you, you've done for us. I really, really appreciate you, and uh, God bless you and the whole Raider Nation, guys. Chin up. And just win, baby. Now that is a call to end a freaking podcast on. Great call. Uplifting. You know, you realize there's issues, but you're on the positive side. I like it. I actually like it a lot. Um, the glass half full right there. And, you know, going to the playoffs, you know, I'd like to see us go – and beat like the pay. I mean, that's my thing is beat the best teams. Uh, you know, we're not going to do, I don't know if we get in the playoffs, we got in the playoffs. Uh, it'll be nice. If we win the division, we'll get a home game. That'll be nice for me. Cause it'll be the last year I get here. Be the last year I get to go and go see a playoff game at home. That would be really nice. So I hope we can pull it off. Man, the Eagles are brutal. Uh, yeah, the Eagle fans are brutal. <laughs> the Eagle fans. They're great fans. You know what? They're like Raider fans. You know that too. Uh, again, I'll say it was the only stadium in the country with a jail and a judge. Yeah, talk about some fierce fans. Philly fans are serious. And I'm telling you, when they come to Oakland, they're great. We can party hard. We, we elbow to elbow, uh, with the Eagles fans. It's pretty cool. They're not that way with a lot of other fan bases. But I know they like the Raiders. Um, and, and I'm sure it's not that way at the stadium, bro, uh, because I know they are brutal. I appreciate your call. Appreciate the positive vibe, uh, the positive spin, as you will. Uh, we got next year coming. And that's what we got to look forward to. Hopefully, Mo will figure it out. And, and <laughs> so will Veggie. Thanks for the call, brother. I appreciate it. Full show. Well, that will be it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. Now I can get up off this chair and go start working on my house. Um, <laughs> get back to get back to construction, there is. Uh, so, first of all, thank you for all of you listening and all of you calling. If you've been thinking about calling, get on it. Not too many shows left. I'm telling you, get on the bone line. Uh, at least shout it out for once if you've been out there in the shadows and afraid to call in. Come on, man! Get up on there and make that phone call. 1-800-620-7181. We need to hear from you. We need to hear from, uh, you know, Money Man Has Spoken or, uh, <laughs> you know, See Money. There's a lot of classic fans that we've heard through the years. I'd love to hear again before I end this show, so get on it. I am Raider Craig, and I am out.